Playoff time is here. And all the playoffs have started. Danny Boy Reginald, Bill Murphy, we are here. We're talking NBA. We're talking NHL. All their playoffs have started. It's a fantastic, fantastic time of year. It's that time of year, folks. It's playoff time. Yep. The Rangers, our New York Rangers, uh, they'll get started fairly soon. We're excited for that. Um, Islanders already started again. Uh, folks, it's a very exciting time for the New York area specifically because five of the New York area teams, all the winter sports, have made the playoffs. The Nets are in the playoffs. Again, no contest against the Sixers, but they're in the playoffs in basketball. And then in hockey, if you include the New Jersey Devils, New York, all the New York teams are in it, man. Oh, over, in the it. Past, I was in it. over the past year, all the New York teams, all the New York sports teams over the past year made it to the postseason except for one. I know. You, you can you can count on me. But you know what? You know Reggie's what beloved me, New York Jets. But you know what makes me feel better is the fact that the Jets are tied with the Buffalo Sabres for the longest playoff drought in professional sports. And next season, if everything goes to how I want it to go, Buffalo will once again reclaim the playoff drought king because the Jets are going to make the damn playoffs. To the chagrin of our good friend Nate Moser. Of course. But you know what? He's de- he's dealt with it before. So it's not it's not anything. I, I think he's just used to it by now. Yeah. It's like when the Sabres <laughs> missed the playoffs. <laughs> I think it was like a, a it was an ESPN Facebook thing. And mm. it said Sabres eliminated. And I commented, sorry, Nate Moser. <laughs> and he just and he said something along the lines, it's okay, I'm used to it. Yeah. We know we know he's crying inside because he's frustrated, but it's okay. Sabres had a good season. I'm not, not going to lie; they had a good season, good young players, and we wished them well moving forward. Uh, so yeah, uh, playoffs have started. NBA is underway. Uh, game two start tonight. Um, the Nets are facing the Sixers. That's to be interesting. Net, the Knicks have a Tuesday game. Um, so um, the that that would be pretty awesome to watch. I know the Cavs are probably going to be really upset because of the fact that the Knicks beat them in game one. So expect the Cavs to come out much stronger and uh, they're prepared for game two. Uh, But before we get to any of the playoff stuff, we do have some big news coming out of the NFL a week prior to the draft. And this one involves the Philadelphia Eagles. This is something that absolutely needed to get done. Jalen Hurts gets a five-year extension, $255 million, so about 180 guaranteed uh, in that contract. Now, people are sort of I get I'm getting a lot of mixed reactions for this, but for the most part, generally positive. Uh, but in my honest opinion, look, this Jalen Hurts. For the last three seasons, has grown as a quarterback. He's gotten better stat wise. He's gotten throwing wise, certainly gotten better. He makes the Eagles look a lot better. And the Eagles have a lot of weapons, but it's one thing to have a lot of weapons and no quarterback. 
The Eagles have a lot of weapons, and Jalen Hurts knows how to use them. And the biggest thing, they went to a Super Bowl, Bill. So this is an absolutely big step for the Eagles. They needed to get this done. You do not want to see Jalen Hurts walk away in free agency. No, 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 no. My thoughts on this, first of all, I hate you, Jalen Hurts. I don't, but <laughs> as a Giants fan, yeah. well, I, I have to play the part yeah. of the salty Giants fan a little bit. He gives bit. you the uh-huh. heebie-jeebies. Yeah, he gives me the heebie-jeebies. In the words of Ed Sheeran, he gives me the shivers. Mm-hmm. Um, But listen, as much as I can't stand the fact that he's a Philadelphia Eagle, I think he's still a hell of a quarterback. And, Terrific. you know, I was even saying, I think we all said this, even though the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts should have been MVP. Yeah, 100%. I love Patrick Mahomes, don't get me wrong. But that's not how it works in any sport, bottom line. But, but um, and, and you know, and I even said, let, let's go to regular season here for a second. Um, For regular season, you know, I was even here saying – that I think Jalen Hurts should have been MVP last year. Mm-hmm. I even straight up said that. I said, yes, I think Jalen Hurts should be MVP. But coming around all that, I think Jalen Hurts deserved that contract extension. Well, wonder how big of a cap hit this is going to take to Philly now. Here are the numbers. The salary cap numbers for the next four seasons um, for Jalen Hurts. He gets... About a little, a little bit six million changed in 2023, 13 and a half in 2024. It boosts up to 21 million change in 2025. And then, of course, the 31 million dollars that's going to come in 2026. Um, so that that's uh, sort of the Hertz cap uh, numbers, um, for uh, Eagles. And all that stuff, and um, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's a big deal, but let's be real. Like in terms of it, it's a it's in terms of the average annual value, it's the biggest contract. But obviously, you know, you're not catching up to Deshaun Watson's guaranteed value, and that that's just nothing I'm matched for. I think for the Eagles, the money-wise, it shouldn't really hurt them that much. I mean, maybe down the road, and if they're going to be continuing to play pay players, but for right now, they should be fairly okay. And guess what? what? If they run it back, like it doesn't matter because you know the Eagles, they're they're going to still be in it no matter what. So I don't think the Eagles are shedding a tear about it. So congratulations, Jalen Hurts. I'm coming back to Philly. Mm-hmm. Coming from a salty Giants fan right now. Yeah. Now um, we wish him the best. This de- this deal comes with a no trade clause, which is they can't odd. trade him. Well. They can trade him to places that he approves of. <laughs> it's odd. Like it's not. It's not something that that seems like the Eagles do. I mean, it, it, 
Maybe because they have their franchise quarterback right now. Yeah. Um, but in any case, um, the, the Jalen Hurts staying in Philadelphia it is absolutely 100% needed. This needed to get done. And I'm glad they were able to do it for the thought of free agency crept into his mind. If just in case he does want to get traded, he mm. should and Daniel Jones goes down the tubes. Mm-hmm. Jalen, there's no. a place for you down I-95, just in case. Yep. Yeah, but um, in also in other NFL news, Reg, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is still not a New York he's, Jet. He's still a Green Bay Packer. There were unconfirmed and certainly not verified. But I was hearing rumblings of a contract extension by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, which, of course, would have made me dancing if that were absolutely 100% true. Reg, uh, be busted a move, folks. You kidding me? I would have been walking to the podcast with a big pep in my step. I'd be like, <laughs> yuck, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers, not a Jet. But, of course, again, like I said, those rumors are unverified, not confirmed. So you, you, as far as I'm concerned, the Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers just a matter of when, and they're still working out draft compensation. But, Bill, there's no rush. There's no, there's no rush. rush. There's no rush. What do you think Joe Douglas is doing right now because there's no rush? What do you think he's doing? Well, he's certainly preparing for the draft, and um, he should be talking to Quinn and Williams, but he's not. So Quinn and Williams, as a result, is skipping volunteer, which is probably for the best. Uh, he's skipping voluntary workouts, probably for the best because I would rather him not hurt himself so crazy. And yeah, and you know what? Um, and but you know what? If you hear on draft night, the New York Jets have just traded their number one draft picks for the next ten years to get Aaron Rodgers. I would, I would be really upset. Any any number one draft pick, any first rounder. Yeah, let's just say any first rounder that they trade. That they uh, trade would be a disaster. He yes. is not worth the first rounder. He, he isn't. He's not. He's wa- I hate to say this, Packer fans. The guy's washed up. Yeah, uh, you know what, Bill? You might be right. I, I may don't be know. right. I may I be crazy. Know. I don't know. He's um, not worth a one. Bottom line, but that's what the Packers are asking. They're asking for first rounder, twenty twenty four, second rounders, like. And Joe Douglas doesn't want to give him that. So and there's I don't a blame man. him. I don't blame him. There's a stalemate. So yeah. if I'm the Jets, stay your course. And if the Packers say no, no, and no, or go blank yourself, then guess what? There's another option for you to do. Pull out the deal and stick with Zach Wilson. Again. For the trillionth time, you already have a quarterback who is going to be at these voluntary workouts, hopefully. I don't know. Um, You have a quarterback that you could coach, that you could train, that you could get people on board with. You still have time to develop something with this team before the season. Absolutely. But in any case... yeah, but there's also one, NF- and I'm sorry we didn't talk about this before we went on. I should have asked you permission. I apologize. Um, don't, don't worry about it. 
One thing I, I want to briefly talk about this because I know we have a lot of NBA stuff to talk about, but Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. is not signing the franchise tag. I think he has until sometime in July to do it. Yeah, he he he. I I think he's really upset with the Giants. Me, uh, me and a friend were talking about it, and he was wondering if Saquon's just tired of New York. I said I don't think he's tired of New York. Because he's a Bronx dude. <laughs> he lived in Pennsylvania for high school, but he went to Penn and he went to Penn State. Yeah, but like he he's a he's a native of the Bronx. This guy grew up a Jet fan. How can he be tired of New York? Some people are saying that it they're blaming his agent right now. Yeah, I think, but you know what? I think Saquon is really upset with the Giants, and I don't think it's anything. It's a personal matter to him because he feels like he's done enough to earn his spot. And I think he has certainly to earn his way to a big time contract to stay in New York, but they don't want to give him that contract to be fair, to be fair to the Giants. So wretch to be fair, this he's this past season and I, I want to say his first season, those were the only two times he's played a full season. But when he's played a full season, Bill. He's a beast. The guy's a beast. He's tremendous. He's awesome. The reason that, why he's had up and down seasons because of the fact that he was injured. You know, with that big ACL tear, other leg injuries here and there. The bottom line is, when he's healthy, Saquon's going to give you the best football he can play. The guy is no doubt about it. When he's so, I mean that in a good way. I understand his frustration, but I mean the Giants. I don't know if they're fully committed on giving this guy a contract, knowing his injury history, and knowing that they can always get. This is this is another thing that really pisses me off about the Giants, and this is my argument for not taking Saquon in 2018. You can always get a running back somewhere else. There are a dime a dozen. And you can develop that running back. I mean, no, because I love Saquon right now. You know, because in my Giant fans pages, so I'm saying, no, this is a negotiation ploy. He's trying to get John Martin to come to the table and give him and try to work out a long term deal. They, it was either John Martin or Joel Shane who said like Saquon wants to be here for a life, wants to be a Giant for life. Um, Mara, John Mara, if you are listening to this. Just sign him. Sign him. Yeah. And 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 listen, Saquon, I love you, man. I love you. Sign the freaking franchise tag now. Yeah. Let's work out a deal. And please, please, Saquon, I love you. Please stay in New York. Yeah. In my honest opinion, it should have been a switcheroo the entire time. As in. Hey, Saquon, tag Daniel Jones. Yeah, that, that, that should have been the case. I agree. And look, I'm not saying the Giants gummed it up because the Giants, Giants need to address the quarterback, and they did. But now they need to address their best player on the team. Yeah, you should have, you know, because my dad and I argue about this on a weekly basis. Um, mm-hmm. He said, no, you, you need to pay your quarterback, you know, with the running back. And I'm like, I'm like, dad. Listen, shout out to Papa Murph, first of all. But anyway, I'm like, Dad, 
I would have, if I was Joe Shane, had Daniel Jones, hey, Saquon. That's what I would have done. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a a tough situation in New York for both teams, uh, but specifically for the Giants who are coming off a big-time playoff run, uh, first big playoff run since uh, 2012. And then, of course, they, they made the playoffs in 2016, but they didn't go far. And, uh, and unlike Joe Douglas, there is kind of a rush. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take one yeah. jab at Joe Douglas. Yeah, 2011-2012 uh, season when he won the Super Bowl. That yeah. was a good year. I wanted to clarify. But, yeah, that, that was a good year for the Giants. So, the Jalen Hurts gets a new big deal. Saquon not feeling the Giants right now. and. Where's Aaron? Where's Aaron? We've been saying this for a um, Dude, we've been saying this now for a month. Where's Aaron? You know what, folks? If you For the last couple of weeks, if you were to play a drinking game of every time we brought up Aaron Rodgers, you would be... Um, you would have very severe alcohol poisoning. So we highly suggest you don't do that. Yep. We highly suggest that. Yep. So, moving on, uh, NFL Draft is next week. We'll be all over it via Wishbone Shotgun. Please follow them. They're awesome. They'll be live for the draft. They'll probably have podcasts leading up to the draft as well. So, please, please, please continue to follow them. They will have pretty much all of the NFL coverage that you would love. And we have, and we'll have some stuff to say about it too. Don't oh, we? yeah, totally. We yeah. will have things to say. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, Playoffs, like we said in the beginning, are underway in full swing. Knicks go up 1-0 against the Cavs. That was pretty exciting. Uh, Jalen Brunson, again, proving why he is the signing of the 2022 offseason. He's been a tremendous, tremendous addition. No matter what happens to the Knicks, that is the best signing of that offseason. Bottom line. Um, Knicks go up 1-0. Very happy for them. They will probably be without Josh Hart. He I think he has an ankle issue. So, yeah, but he still played throughout that game. Now. Oh yeah, and he he did a tremendous job. And yeah, he had seventy points of his own he defensively, doing a tremendous job as he has all season. Um, but um, he is doubtful for uh game two, which obviously stinks. But we need people to be healthy, so. Uh, Knicks are going to have to find, again, another way to deal with another injury, um, as they have all season. But they've done a good job. Nets lost in game one, but um, looking at the score right now, it's at halftime. Nets are up by five on the Sixers. Now, of course, the Sixers, uh, the, the Nets were up bigger. So I would think the Sixers are on a massive run right now. Um and stuff. So by the time you hear this, you'll know the end of the game. Uh, but the the Nets right now actually playing good basketball, uh, despite being down one oh two Philly, and they can easily steal uh that home court. So that that would be pretty exciting if Brooklyn does that. And then of course, um we're recapping the Sunday slate of the uh, NBA playoffs. You know, before we get to that, I just want to say for the next game, you got to give a shout out to Donovan Mitchell, the class of yeah. Yeah, he had a hell of a game with thirty. Yeah. Good for him. He, he he's gonna love giving the Knicks headaches. <laughs> yeah, and look, look, I'm gonna be honest. I think that then it's gonna be tough for the Knicks. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you squeeze out game one, which is, by the way, their first road game one win since 1999. Yeah, that's incredible, man. And and they they need to have road victories in the playoffs. That's that obviously home victories. Yeah, for sure. You got to win your home games. But if you win on the road, that changes a lot in the series. That tells you a lot about the teams. So um, good job by the Knicks. Every time the Cavs answer with that big time Donovan Mitchell three pointer, the Knicks punch back. They're great. They have done great job at responding to when they had adversity. So I'm happy. I'm actually really happy um, about the what the Knicks showed out. Uh, but Donovan Mitchell giving the Knicks headaches, and that's gonna be the whole series. But again, I don't care about it as much. I just want the Knicks to win and be relevant. That that's all I need. Win, relevance. That's it. Make the Knicks relevant again. I'm lying. Okay, uh, getting to the Sunday slate. Um, it was highlighted, Bill, by three road teams coming in and winning. Miami wins on the road. Lakers win on the road. Clippers win on the road. Both LA teams winning on the road. Um, right like in the big city of LA right now. Yeah, big time. Uh, Lakers. We'll start with the Lakers. Um, they actually had a. The they actually had a deficit at halftime, 65-59. But then Rui Hachimura actually went off. He scored 29 points in the game and helped lead the Lakers along with obviously LeBron's heroics and all that stuff to a game one victory. Uh bad news out of Memphis. John Moran actually hurt his wrist and it was a it was a really bad injury. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, he he banged it. I think as he was, I think he was going up for some layup, or whatever. And he he planted his hand. He went really high though. He planted his hand as he was as he was falling down, um, being contested by AD, and it sort of went like up. It was a very awkward, awkward, awkward land with his hand. But of course, you know, there the, you you got to brace your fall somehow. Oh, so, absolutely. He hurts his wrist. Um, I think the test came back negative, but of course yes. we'll, still, we'll still see how he does. Um, but in any case, the Lakers come away big, a big time win. I believe it, what was it, one twenty eight to one twelve in favor of the Lakers. So uh, good job by the Lakers to hold off that victory and taking advantage of uh, a jawless, uh, jawless. <laughs> that just sounds fun to say. Jealous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it kind of does. Jealous. Hey, Rich, Jealous. Yeah, but uh, Jaron, you know, Jaron Jackson, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Defensive Player of the Year, by the way. Congratulations to you, Jaron. You applause. 31 points. Mm hmm. And Desmond Bain, 22 points. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Ru Hachimama. How do you say his name? Rui Hachimura. Rui Hachimura. It's it's Japanese, Bill. (laughs) I know. (laughs) My brother just got back from Japan. He could have helped me with that one. Um, Exactly, yeah. He scored a playoff best of 29 points. Yeah. And made all five three points, and he only missed one shot in the second half. Yeah, I believe he took like 
what nine shots or five, whatever it was, uh, the whatever that stat was, and he only missed one. So that's that he had a pretty good shooting night in the second half for sure. So he, so yeah, so Hachimura, did I say it right? Yes, awesome. And LeBron, of course, 21 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Laker. I think this is going to be a this is going to be a good series between Los Angeles and Memphis right now. Yeah, it's I mean obviously the Lakers pulled away late, but uh the Memphis Grizzlies still look very very locked in. It was a tough way to lose, but they still look very locked in. Um they have their defense I mean the, the defensively the, the Grizzlies have been terrific. Um, I think this is one of the very few games where the, defensively they couldn't stop the Lakers. But, of course, the Lakers are just a tough team bottom line. But the Grizzlies are a tough defensive team. So don't be surprised if if they have to turn to defense to contain the Lakers. And it, obviously you, you can have your big-time shooting performances from everyone else. So it, it's going to take a whole team effort to win this series. And you know, I think the Grizzlies, I still believe without John Morant, I still believe the Grizzlies are a way better team than they were last year. And they're not they're not soft. They're not a soft team at all. Uh, but the jaw injury is very concerning because you, without him, you know, I don't know if they win the series. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So Grizzlies was a tough one in game one. Uh game one for Miami. And Milwaukee, now this was a very interesting one. Um, Giannis actually gets hurt. Uh, yes, bruised back. Late in the first quarter. He came back in midway through the second, um, but he couldn't stay on because his back, he hurt his back. He's another one of those uh, uh, bad, bad, bad plays there. But um, he hurts his back. And he had to leave the game and never return. And that is bad news for the Bucks because oh, that is really bad. And, news. And, and look, credit to the Bucks, they still scored 117 points. But when you don't have your best player and the Heat do have their best player, that makes a massive, massive difference. And it sure did. Jimmy Butler, 35 of those points. Jimmy Butler on the Heat just scored a hell of a game. Yeah. Yeah, with minus Tyler Hero, they're one of their best uh, three point shooters. So, um, a, a Hero, I believe he exited the game. Um, when as well you know, with the Bucks, with when Giannis got hurt, he was it was um eleven. You know, the Bucks were eleven and eight when Giannis got hurt earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Bucks were eleven and eight. So can well, they do good in the playoffs without Giannis? I don't know if they can. By the way, Tyler Hero broken right hand. He ain't coming back. Um, but um, we wish, we wish him a speedy recovery, of course. But yeah, um, losing Giannis would be huge. Now he was with team with the team today for film session, and the all this test came clear. But I mean, it's a back injury. Like back injuries are tough. They're they're tough injuries. Like you know, anyone that has a back injury in any professional sport knows that you know the recovery time, even if it's not anything major, recovery time is 
It's going to be tough. So, and even playing on a bad back, like I do not recommend playing on a bad back. Don't do it. No, look what happened with Tiger Woods. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, let's see how he is. But if Giannis is out for game two, that's huge. That's going to be a big dent for the Bucs. That, that is huge. You know, what we've been talking about the Bucs, we're talking about whether Giannis – and look, they have big playmakers too. It's not just Giannis. But we know that Giannis is the guy. He's going to win games for them. So the Bucs don't have that. That's a problem. And I'll they'll probably squeak a game or two if they if they have to if Giannis doesn't miss a time they can squeak a game or two. The entire playoff run, I don't think so. Not a chance. And this, and you have a tough Eastern Conference too. So it, it while the Bucks have been obviously the best team in the NBA, hundred percent, and there's no taking away from that. Losing Giannis drops it down a level a bit. Now you got to really, really, really be careful here. And it hurts when you're down 1-0. That's, that's what makes it even, even bigger. Yeah, you're down 1-0. Your best player is Outski. Now, what it now can – now, listen, can the Bucks bounce back in this series? I think so. Like I said, they'll probably they can they can certainly win a game without Giannis. I'm not worried about that. Um, can they win the series? Probably. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see it. Look, the Bucks have a good all around team, so I'm not necessarily worried about getting through one series. It's getting to like a championship that is very concerning. I, I don't know not. Now with this Western Conference, if they have to face a Western Conference and the NBA Finals without Giannis, that's going to be really tough. So, um, a, a entire playoff run, no. But in this specific series, the, the Heat have a lot of flaws here. So, I wouldn't necessarily be shocked if they were able to pull off the series win. Um, so, that's where I'm at right now with it. Yeah, so we got to see, can the Bucks bounce back? Like, I've been hearing reports that they're sort of optimistic that he might play game two, but that's very doubtful, in my opinion. Like I said, back. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not impossible. He just needs to be careful if he plays. Because he, he could mess his, he could mess his back up even more. Exactly. It, it was a, it was a tough it was a tough fault that he had. So it, it's something that you just can't ignore. Um. But with that said, um, it's not out of the cards. He can still make a return, and but it, the Bucks are in trouble. They're they're going to be in massive trouble if they don't if they don't have their best player throughout the playoffs. So uh, he come away victorious uh, again. Good game by Butler. Uh, he was absolutely outstanding with with his um thirty five points. Um. And then, you know, just just for the Heat to stay in it the entire way and taking advantage, capitalizing on Milwaukee losing big-time players, it 
it, it just goes to show you that the Heat, you know, look, they, they're they're not going to be phased. They're not going to be phased. I still think the Bucks are better, but the Heat are not going to be. They're going to be ready to take the punch. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, the Heat up big so far. The Clippers down the stretch made some big plays, and that resulted in a 115 110. Um, went over the Suns, went over the Suns. Now, Ka- Kawhi had um, obviously a great shooting night overall. I mean, he was absolutely, absolutely terrific. Uh, but overall, like, there, there was no bad shooting nights from anybody. I mean, I, Westbrook, but like, Westbrook make big make big plays down the stretch. So I, I don't think the Clippers are shedding a tear here. Um, but yeah, Kawhi was the big factor. He had thirty eight points, and you know that that was huge because you know in a team that needed a big spark, that was your big spark there. Clippers, you know, making thirteen out of twenty four shots. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and on the other side, you know, Kevin Durant making twenty seven points, Booker making twenty six points. Mm-hmm. Craig also having a twenty two on twenty two spot as well. Yeah, Chris Paul only uh, seven points, and in that game, there were six lead changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six lead changes. So you talk. So it was a back and forth affair, and and we pretty much when when me and Rifkin were previewing it. We knew this was going to be a back and forth series. We knew this is probably the most competitive in the West because it's a four or five. So we knew that it was going to be very competitive. Both teams have stacked stars and both teams could really, really make big runs. Um, now, ultimately, I still think Kevin Durant and the Suns will win it, but there's no guarantees here. There was there never has been a guarantee for Phoenix. So the Clippers winning that game shows that nothing's guaranteed for sure. And it it's gonna be interesting to see how the Suns adjust um as they move forward. And if Kawhi is gonna be having a great series, like he had a great game one, that's that's obviously gonna be a big factor. Um so it seems like Durant has to seriously go off, and he's done that before. But twenty-seven points obviously not going to be enough from him. He needs to do absolutely it. like. And I know, I know that's being unfair. It's asking a lot from him. It's a little unfair, but he's the best player on the Suns. Bottom line. Oh, absolutely. So if he gives you that big, big time game, yeah, I could see wins coming out of there. But twenty-seven points. Versus a Clippers team that could not necessarily score big, but can score and can make big time defensive plays down the stretch. Yeah, like you're going to need the extra points to give you a cushion. Absolutely. So, yeah, the the Clippers, like I said, bright lights in the big city of L.A. with the Clippers and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big time. Now, the only uh, team... The only home team that won on Sunday 
was the Denver Nuggets 109-80 final score over the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's a Thronson. That's a yeah. good and Thronson. Now, uh, Jamal Murray got off to a very, very slow start. It wasn't uh, a start that um, he wanted, but the bottom line is he ended up um, scoring 24 points and then, you know, Capitalized by big time defense, and that's that's sort of how um, he was able to overcome that bad start via defense, and you're able to hold the the Timberwolves to virtually nothing throughout the entire game. If you look up and down the stat sheet, Bill, the the biggest game came from Anthony Edwards, who had 18 points. You know that that's that's not going to get you anywhere. I know Rudy Gobert had the 13 rebounds, but he had eight points. You know, which is, you know, for, for what they, the team, Timberwolves invested in Rudy Gobert with all the big time draft picks that they sent in over there. That is not what you want out of your, out of, out of any, any player that you invest so much in. So just good job overall defensively by the Denver Nuggets to, again, virtually hold the Timberwolves to nothing. And they were able to overcome it and route them. It's a, it's a big time, big time victory. Um, yeah, absolutely. Last night, you you know the Denver Nuggets. You know, Edwards eighteen points for the Timberwolves. Murray scoring twenty four points. Mm-hmm. That is the, you know, this game like. How do you think this is going to look for the series from here on in? Well, if they give you, if the Nuggets give you this defensive performance, like every night, it's a wrap in four. <laughs> it's a wrap in four. If Porter Jr. can put up good numbers like he did um, on Sunday, Aaron Gordon getting, getting some contribution, obviously, uh, Jokic is going to have. Major, major factor down low. Um, he only had 13 points, but he's going to be a major factor down low. And then, you know, big time, big time game out of Murray. That, that's, if you can get all that together, along with big time defensive stops like they did yesterday. And again, the Timberwolves were no match with that defense. They can do that. that it's a wrap and four. That, that's just me. I can. Yes, it's so you think this. So, do you think the Timberwolves could at least squeeze out a game or no? Maybe at home just to get their fans like excited and you know, save the embarrassment. But I don't know, not if they play a game like that. That was a pretty pathetic performance, scoring wise, it was pretty pathetic. So who knows what's going to happen in that series? Denver can just, you know. I mean, not even Carl Anthony Towns got, he only got 11 points. Like, you know, and we know Cat can score more than that. So, yeah, it was just up and down. It was just a really, 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 really bad performance. So, I don't know. Uh, They're going to, they need, they need better shooting nights. So there we so there we go with that. Um playoffs getting off to an interesting start. What do you think? I love it. Chaos. You know me, Bill. 
You just love I, chaos. I just want chaos, man. You had three road teams come in and beat big time. This is the West, man. And the obviously the Eastern Conference, too. But, you know, two teams in the West, two top four teams in the West going down. Pretty incredible stuff. It's really good. Yeah, I, I feel this is going to be – this is going to be a great – postseason it really is and, and and if the Knicks can continue that that will you'll be thrilled yeah uh, I would love it so yeah no I I you know me I am all about the chaos of playoffs make everyone sweat it's gonna be a good play I have a feeling you just want the cake you're, you're like it's gonna be a good like playoffs. the Joker in the dark night you, you've seen the dark night right yeah I've seen it, yeah some people just want to watch the world burn yeah it's gonna be great in this case, you just want to watch the NBA burn. Yep. No, no, I'm I'm really excited about uh, this playoffs. It's going to be a really good one. And I expect uh, I expect some good things out of um, every series. So NBA playoffs in full swing. NHL starting on Monday, and we already have some scores in the third period. Hurricanes beating the Islanders two to one. Um, right now, uh, is they just started the third period, so um, the the uh, Hurricanes obviously they have the home ice, so that'll be a big win for them. Bruins up 2 1. Now, the Bruins don't have Patrice Bergeron, he had an upper body injury, and um, so he, he, he's gonna miss some time. Uh, but of course, not stopping them, they already scored two goals there in the second period, up 2 1 against Florida. And then um, later on, on Monday, you have the Wild and Stars, and you have Kings and Oilers. And then the Rangers start on Tuesday. That's going to be a big day on Tuesday. Like, who, who, who do you pick, the Knicks or the Rangers? Like, <laughs> it's like, which one do we, you know? Exactly. Rangers, it's like, which one do we go back? You know, which yeah. one do we watch? Now, now, of course, if you're a Devils fan and a Knicks fan, do we pick Devils or Knicks? Like, I don't know. I don't and know. It's like, I don't know. And it's like, for me, because tomorrow I'm most likely going to be at some bar for trivia night um, with some friends of mine. I'm like thinking, okay, like, do I watch the Yankees? Do I watch the Rangers? Do I watch the Knicks? Which one am I going to watch? Exactly. I have a feeling that either I, I have a feeling that the well, since it's the playoffs, they're probably going to have the Rangers and Knicks on yeah on the TVs, and I'm probably going to have the Yankees on my phone. So, oh so wait, yeah, yeah, no, wait, I can't because I got to use my phone for trivia. So, so very very conflicting time if you're a New York sports fan. This is know, very you, you these have are the, times. Yeah, you you have the Knicks playing. And then you have, obviously, Rangers-Devils. Who do you pick? Do you pick the Devils? Do you pick the Rangers? Do you bounce back from the game to watch the Knicks? Oh, that, it, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one uh, yeah. to pick. But um, And it's also, um, did you hear this? Um, for one of the games, um, a Billy Joel concert was actually scheduled for – of the day of the Ranger game, so they had to push the Billy Joel concert back a couple days. Uh, uh, like, like Billy Joel is the New Jersey savior, please. You mean the New York savior? He's he's our savior, Bill. He's New York savior. He ain't like, New Jersey savior. New Jersey has Springsteen. 
which is I'm actually going to see him actually in September. Okay, yeah, I'm actually going to see him. I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm, like, first of all, shout out to my good friend JT Mahoney, who I'm actually going to see him with. He actually just saw him last week. Dope. And he said it was like it was amazing. He said I hit because I don't know if you knew this, Reg. JT is a huge Springsteen fan. Right. And he said he was in tears during that show. Yeah. Um, he saw well, him well, on he, Long Island. Yeah, I mean, he can that man can still go hours and hours, like nothing. But that show went for three hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. JT went to a show where he went on for four hours. Yeah, no, he's he's incredible. He's absolutely yeah. incredible. So it's uh, Billy Joel versus Bruce Springsteen. Who will yeah. win? Well, I I choose Billy because he's in New York. Uh, as much as I like Bruce, Bruce no, I'm more of a Billy Joel guy myself. Yeah. But now, um, I, I don't know if my dad would agree. But you know, yeah, he he listens to both religiously. Um, but, um yeah, yeah but it's it's sort of like. Do you remember last year when there was um when the Rangers where there was going to be a possibly Game Seven of the Garden and I. <laughs> And a Justin Bieber concert was scheduled. Oh, the, 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 the poor baby. Oh, we care about sports in New York. No, I think there and, needs to and, be contingent. There and, needs and, to be and, clauses and, in these contracts. And, 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 and of course, you know Justin Bieber being a hockey fan. Like, come on now, he grew I'm up. I'm sure in he'd understand. I'm sure he would understand. Now, um, so uh, I mean, poor Billy Joel. He had to his show has some move with Prudential, sir. No one cares. Um, no, I don't think no, he didn't move to the Prudential Center. No, the show was the game was supposed to be at the guard. The show was oh, supposed to be at the oh it's supposed to be at the guard. See, I, that's why I'm confused. That that's why I said the New Jersey Savior because he was I thought he was gonna be in New Jersey. Yeah, because he has a monthly residence at the garden. Right. So you're you're talking about his shows at the garden. I thought yes. he, I thought he was scheduled for a show at the Prudential. I'm sorry, I should have been more clear. Um yeah, okay. Um but um uh, in any case, but who do you choose? You choose Knicks, you choose Rangers, you choose Devils. I don't know. Like, but in any, in any case, what they, would you be choosing? I'm choosing the Knicks, man. What are you talking about? Come on now. I'll have the Rangers on a background on the phone and still not care. Um, but um, but I will I will obviously be be paying attention to the Rangers when I'm not paying attention to the Knicks. So I'll so, give Rangers love. So what Knicks on TV, Rangers on the phone. Mm, yep, I mean, I, I may even go to a bar to be honest with you. <laughs> you don't even drink, yeah. I'll have some chicken wings. <laughs> Who doesn't like wings? Exactly. Um, uh, he, he wants to come out of the cave crying about the savers. Steve Moser wants to go. Oh, god. Um, but um, but yeah, big time Tuesday. If you're in the New York area, who do you choose? And then, um that's gonna be really interesting. Now, Rangers Devils. Um, I know uh, the Devils are the better team, record wise, and probably team wise too. But the Rangers have the experience. Yes, absolutely. And now that they have a Tarasenko and a Patrick Kane on their team, you know this. Th- there should be no reason why they can't try it again for Stanley Cup. I think if they can make the conference final. And win it, if they can be Eastern Conference champions, that'll probably be a, a successful season for the Rangers. Um, so that that Eastern Conference is huge. I mean, you, you know, Bruins are absolutely tremendous. 
Yeah, and also we want to give a shout out to our very good friend Vinny Levine, who is a Devils fan. Um, Vinny, best of luck. May the best team win. Yep. We all know who it's gonna be, but <laughs> make the best. But in the spirit, but in the spirit of sportsmanship, we wish you, we wish you, your team, the best of luck. Because yep. we're classy human beings. Yep. Uh, the rest of the Tuesday slate: uh, Lightning, Maple Leafs at seven thirty. Uh, Winnipeg Jets facing the Vegas, my Vegas Golden Knights. You're and, a Vegas Golden Knights fan now? Yep, and my Seattle Kraken. Yes, let's go, baby. Release the Kraken. My Seattle Kraken has the late game. They face the Colorado uh, Avalanche. And um, good for Seattle. The Seattle, I'm telling you, Seattle is a great sports city, man. Like, you know, the, all their teams making the playoffs in one season. Like, come on now. Like, that's. That's pretty darn, pretty darn incredible. So I hope they bring the Sonics back. And not only should they bring the Sonics back, they should get the championship trophy back to Seattle too. Because what, because what OKC did to the Sonics is ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, but Seattle Kraken's in it. My Vegas Golden Knights are in it. The New York Rangers are in it. I'm excited. It's gonna be a great playoff series. Let's go. Let's go. And if you want to know, and if you want to hear more NHL coverage, go check out our friends over at Breakaway Bandits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they had a playoff preview uh, recently, so please check that out. They will obviously have way more playoff coverage than us and uh, probably better, better analysis um, from from them too. So, uh uh, Noah Trombley, Nate Moser, and the great pun master, Sir Mike, Mike Rifkin. So we will please, please, please continue to follow them as they continue on with big-time hockey coverage. And Mike Rifkin gave me some very sound advice. You know what that was? What? Don't get a cat. <laughs> but no no offense to people who uh, who like cats out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're You're fine. Yeah. I'm personally more of a dog person, but you're fine. I promise. See, see, that's the thing. I'm a cat person through. I mean, look, I had a cat growing up. I, I, I was eventually, I was allergic. I became allergic to like the, the animal fur and stuff. So, any, any, any type of animal fur, even if it was a hamster, would give me like itchy rashes all over the place. Um, so for the longest time, I couldn't have a pet. But, um, but yeah, I'm a cat person all the way. Cats, cats are very calming. But dogs can be calming too. They not, can, but I am not. I'm not I'm more of a dog. dog person, right? I'm personally more of a dog person, maybe because I grew up more around dogs than I did with cats. But right, and, and I, I'm not against dogs. That's the thing. Like I actually love dogs too. Like my, like the thing is, and you know, and I'm saying this as a dog person, cats are way low maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like dogs, you got to take them out. Like cats, they just mm. yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. So NBA's in full swing, NHL's in full swing, baseball—no pun intended—is in full swing. Yep. Um, um, we didn't really talk baseball today, but we're good. We we will be doing a bombers banter this week, won't we, Reg? Hell yeah! And we're gonna talk about uh the all things New York Yankees, especially the short-haired, absolute assassin. That is Garrett Cole. Oh, he's awesome. That guy, I love Garrett Cole. Yeah, we will be mentioning him all the way through. 
plus some other surprises and um some other, good, some bad. Good, some bad for sure. And all that stuff will be we'll we'll be catching you up on all things Yankees. And then for the rest of baseball coverage, batter up is your place to go. So for all baseball, check out batter up for Yankee fans. Keep an eye out for bombers banter. We did, funny story. We did do an episode for March, but it didn't go so well. We yeah, had some yeah, the, 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 the cat's out of the bag. You know, we we attempted a, a bombers banter. We tried. It was it was really good, and we tried to make it work. It was. A crapshoot dead. <laughs> it was like it was, the, it was like the wall that bears my name. Yeah. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong, and it's gonna go wrong at the worst possible time. Yeah. Now it stinks because we had our first um um uh, segment of Stump the Reg. And we're what we're gonna have it this week. We promise. Yeah, and yeah. now we already had that on our show. Yes, we did. Think. Um, which I did very well. Um, yes, that was the pilot episode. We'll call that the pilot segment. But but we expect that segment to be a recurring segment every month on Bomber's Banter, where he tries to, where this guy Bill Murphy tries to uh, catch me on some Yankee trivia. And look, nobody's better at Yankee trivia than Bill. So thank you, know. you. <laughs> thank you. So flattery will get you everywhere, Reggie. He he makes me he makes he makes me look like absolute ass when it comes to the because i have this um this yankee trivia book i'm holding it right now yeah i remember i got it for christmas and my dad says i'm surprised you didn't write that book because <laughs> you probably know everything in that book yeah i'm like yeah it's pro- that's probably a fair point so um but uh but yeah i t- i tried my best on the first one it was it was not good <laughs> no i'll let you know it was not good <laughs> okay so that's show for today huh Yes, it is. Uh, please follow the podcast, uh, SIN Sports and Scene. That's on Twitter. Uh, listen in many podcast platforms Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google. If it's there, listen to it. It's great. Um, follow the network at S Insanity Real on Facebook and Twitter, online at the Network.com. Please support the insanity. It's please, everywhere. please help us go insane. And yeah. I know that sounds weird to say. Yeah. And you never know. Draft time is coming up, right, Bill? The draft? Yes, it is. We're so, 10 days away. So uh, I believe Wishbone wants to go live for that. So we may be there. We may not. We don't know yet. Follow the YouTube, the Sports and Sandy Network. Watch, follow. Please. It's, it's great stuff. And who knows? Uh, by that night, Aaron Rodgers may be a New York Jet. Or not. There's no rush. There is no rush. I think Joe Douglas is just walking his dog today. There's no rush. Um, Danny Boy Reginald, Bill Murphy. We love you guys. We do. This is the top of the seventh inning, folks. It's time for the seventh inning stretch. It is time for the seventh inning stretch. I, I, I'm butchering that right now. But you know what? I don't care. Uh, we'll see for the bottom half of the inning. Coming out later this week. No drinking and driving, folks. Be smart.